welcome back to the ADHD Friendly Podcast. I'm Patty Blenderman. I am an ADHD coach and your host of all things ADHD friendly. This is episode eight. And today I'm going to be sharing some ADHD friendly holiday lessons that I've already learned this holiday season. Right now, we've finished up with Thanksgiving and we're still leaning into Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. And also focused on wrapping up the rest, the end of the 2021 year. Every year, I add some notes to my personal owner's manual, my palm, to support me a little bit more easily the next year to remember what worked and what didn't work with our Thanksgiving plans. And I have a typed list that I tweaked before we started cooking Thanksgiving dinner. And it looks like this. So if you're listening to this, I'm just holding up basically one full sheet of instructions that highlights what we cook and the order that we cook them in. And in my mind, something that was really supporting my brain. However, because with ADHD brain wiring, we're often very visual, so we need to see things. I actually feel resistance when I look at this to go in and read it. It requires effort for me to read it. I didn't really notice that it was requiring a lot of effort until my husband took my list and he made a spreadsheet. Now, if you've listened to any of my previous ADHD friendly podcast episodes, you know, I love a spreadsheet. So this was the sparkly highlight of my day. He wrote out all the things that we were making, how much time they took to cook in the oven, how much prep time was needed for each one and backwards planned it. From the time we were planning on eating at 5.30, we would need to start each of these in order to be able to eat at the time we planned. This totally streamlined a whole page of words into a really easy to follow spreadsheet. So I wanted to, this was so sparkly to me. I just thought I have to podcast about this. I have to share how we can take what we've been doing in my case for years that I thought was working well and come at it from a different angle and just see if it creates a little bit more ease, a little bit more um, accessibility to our plan so that we can get started with more ease. We have an easier time getting the things checked off. So I just loved that he made a spreadsheet and I didn't, and it really worked well. The other thing that was a lesson that I learned was something that I've, I've been doing a little bit more intentionally recently, but this had a little bit of an unexpected positive um, impact on my week. So last week, all of us were together for the week of Thanksgiving. My two kids um, who are living out of the house now came home. So we were all together, all six of us. And it was a busy week. We were celebrating my daughter's birthday, which is in December, but we wouldn't be together because she lives in North Carolina. And we were celebrating my husband's birthday, which is the day after Thanksgiving. And we had Thanksgiving, we get our Christmas tree the day after Thanksgiving every year. And then there were some other requests in there. My son wanted to play candy poker, which is something that we traditionally do after Halloween, but he wasn't here this Halloween. So he wanted to make sure that we had time to to play that. And so I realized I needed to see what the week looked like, how I would fit all of the different things in to the time that we had. And so I just took out a weekly planning sheet And I wrote down what I would do on each day. So I'm just holding up just 
a week planner and I wrote down the plans for each day. But what I did once I wrote it all out, that was a little different was when my kids were all together last week for Thanksgiving, or if you're listening to this, it's going to be a couple of weeks previous for Thanksgiving. One at a time when they were coming in to the room that I was in, I was just like, Hey, could I just show the schedule to you that I've made for this week? And just let me know if it works for you. If there's something that you don't want to participate in, I had no attachment to the schedule. I just wanted to share what I was thinking, what we were doing and to see how it felt. And if there was something I forgot or something they wanted to add, or if they didn't want to participate in any part of it, I just wanted them to know they had permission to do as much or as little as they wanted. The result was everybody knew what the plan was. There wasn't any um, of that stress that comes from almost feeling like you're being blindsided by a plan. If you weren't aware of it, everybody had a chance to opt in or opt out. And it just made the week go so much more smoothly. We take a holiday picture every Thanksgiving. We got that checked off, which for me is just the biggest win of the week to have that done. But I let everybody know the day I was thinking about it so that there wasn't a problem the day of, of, oh, I didn't know that's what we were doing. I just shared the plan and I left it out visually for everybody to be able to see what the plan was and remember what we were doing each day. And I just wanted to highlight that and share it with you in case there's, there's something in there that might work when you're going into um, the remainder of this year or any other events that you're planning, what might work to support you and any other friends or family members that you're including in your plans to be able to navigate them with a little bit more ease. And the last lesson I'm going to share as we're leading into the Christmas season, if you celebrate Christmas, this can be um, a helpful time to think about that. If you don't celebrate Christmas, you celebrate Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or another holiday or no holidays, but you just want to plan the rest of 2021 as we're in the final month of the year, in the final few weeks of the year, maybe you want to think about how you can wrap up 2021 intentionally. And to do that, I always call it getting out of the weeds. If we're down into the one task after the other, and just thinking about what do I have to do next? What's the very next thing? And we're just down in there without stepping back and taking a bigger picture to see what is the most important thing? What are my priorities for this month? And if you're celebrating Christmas, in my case, like I am, what is my intention for this Christmas season? I always feel very rushed, no matter how much I intend to have a calm Christmas where everything's checked off and done. So I can just sit and watch holiday movies and, and knit by the fire. Literally, I just want the space of time to, to not have to be running around and doing a bunch of things. And so what I did was I, I stepped back and I thought, well, what are the most important things? I looked at my, my, again, my personal owner's manual to see what do I typically do this time of year? And then I really thought about what are the priorities? What are the things that I absolutely want to do? And then what, what things maybe could I let go of if it's going to feel too busy for me? And so what I did, and again, if you're listening, I just made a list and I'm just going to hold up. I made a, a list of the priorities for the holiday season. And then from my list of priorities, I then got out a blank December calendar. And I just started plugging things in from my priorities. And some of my categories for my priorities are holiday cards. I do them every year and that's what the family pictures from. So I took the family pictures. So I now have a photo card that I'll make from that. 
I write a family newsletter. I've been writing a family newsletter. This is my 30th year of writing a family newsletter. Um, that's a priority for me because I don't live near my family. And it's a way for me to just send a quick update of what's been going on in the past year for us. But I also prioritize self-care. What are the things that I really wanted to make sure that I do? And I need to block time. So I have time to do them. Um, we bake, we're big baking family around the holidays. So I block the days that we'll be baking and made sure I plan time to go shopping for the ingredients I need for the baking, the big baking days. Um, the gifts, what do I still need to buy? And then planning time to wrap, planning time to ship if there's anything that needs to be mailed. And then I have business goals. I take um, the week between Christmas and New Year's and I really um, get into my office and have some things that I prioritize during that week to organize and set my goals for the following year. Um, but just making sure I'm blocking that time so that it doesn't get taken up by something else because it fell off my radar. And then the last is um, anything around the house that needs to get done this month and packing up Christmas, making sure I'm, I'm planning when is that going to be possible to fit around our schedule so that I make sure that I'm planning time to do it. And so I plugged it into a blank calendar and I always call it experiencing my calendar. So once I put everything in, I literally, I have to print it out and then I have to sit and look at it. And I have to notice, does it feel like there's enough space? Does it feel like I have the time to do the things that are the most important things for me? And then I have it as a checklist to keep up with. What did I, what did I plan to do today? What is it that I still have to take care of? So I, it serves as a reminder and a checklist, but also it can help me to recalibrate if I need to. So for example, if there's a day where snow is forecasted, if I can move what's on that day, if it's a task day to a different day, I'm going to, because there's nothing I want to do more than sit and watch it snow. Love, love snow. And so nothing would make me happier than to have snow forecasted and to be able to easily see what I have planned and move it. So I can make sure I have time to do nothing more than sit and watch it snow. So again, I, I just wanted to share some of the, the lessons I've already learned since they're so fresh in my mind about what supported me over Thanksgiving and what feels like it's going to support me a bit more easily going into the Christmas season in case it can help you to think about what would make your holiday season a little bit more ADHD friendly, or what would help you wrap up 2021 a little bit more intentionally. So again, it's more ADHD friendly for your brain. So that's all for this episode of the ADHD friendly podcast. I really do appreciate your time, your focus and your attention. And hope that as I shared some lessons that I've already learned to make my holidays more ADHD friendly, that they might support you to make yours a bit more ADHD friendly. Until next time, tally ho.